Seder Snippet Series, the generously sponsored by the Saka family memory of Joseph Saka. We have been making our way through the opening bracha of the Amidah, the bracha of Avos. We've asked several questions, we've answered some, but we still have others to get to. Why do we begin with Avos? So we said it's not simply we're trying to invoke their merit and their memory. We're not trying to ride this chus Avos. Hashem, be predisposed to listen, answer us favorably. Why? Because you were close with our grandparents. You were incredibly close. They were b'nai biased by you. You knew them well. It's much more than that. We're invoking the Avos because the prerequisite to genuine heartfelt filah is to emulate, to imitate, to be like the Avos. What does that mean? Svasemes, the Rishish Chachma, told us it means to practice dveikos. The Avos, Nevashachayim says, they were thinking about, they were connected, they were attached to Hashem the whole day. No matter what activity, no matter what they were involved in, they were thinking about Hashem. We saw perhaps based on the Gemara Sota, why did they merit Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, Hako, Bako, Mikoko? Why did they merit Kol, the bracha of Kol in their life? Because of their humility. That we too, if we're going to get to the Bakasha section, before we can even praise Hashem for His might and His power, we have to remind ourselves of the importance of, of humility. But the core question that we didn't yet answer is, the way we begin, Elokeinu velokeavoseinu. So which is it? Is He our God? Are we devoted? Do we submit to Him because... He's Elokeinu, He's our God, or Elokei Avoseinu. And then we spell out, in case you're not clear who those Avoseinu are, Elokei Avram, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Even though it would have been much more efficient to simply say, Elokei Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Why do we identify each one? So many of the Chavos Halavavos writes this in Shara Yichud, the Eitz Yosef writes in his commentary in the Siddur, many say the same, the following insight. We have a dual relationship with the Ribbona Shalom. There are two components or two perspectives to our relationship with Him, and maybe you can relate. Sometimes we have our own personal experience. We feel His presence in our life. Sometimes we feel His guiding hand, His protection, His love, His affection. We can feel His presence. He's Elokeinu. He's our Ribbona Shalom. He's our God. He's our loving Father. And other times, he feels absent. We wonder where he is or why he's doing what he does. And our relationship to Yiddishkeit, to Torah, is because of Lokeavoseinu. Because we're also links in a chain. Because we also have a Mesorah. Because we're not ready to abandon Chas Shalom. We don't want to be the cause or the end of this continuity of this Jewish story, of the Jewish relationship with Hashem. So there's this dual relationship to who we are. Sadly, very sadly, Sometimes people have too much emphasis on one or the other. There are people, their entire Yiddishkeit is Elokei Avoseinu. They've never, they've never explored with their own creativity and ingenuity and individuality. They've never explored what it means to have a personal relationship with Hashem. They've never had the experience of His Bodhidus. What does it mean to talk to Hashem? Not in the Siddur. We say all the time. You can't really talk to Hashem from the Siddur if you never talk to Him outside of it. You can't talk to Him here in Shul if you never talk to him outside of shul. That's our relationship. Our relationship is our investment, our conversation, our ongoing dialogue, where we talk to him and we can hear through the events of our lives, we can hear him talking to us. That's our relationship. Sadly, there are many who the relationship with Hashem is sterile. It's dry, it's rote. It's simply, okay, Avaseinu. It's what my parents did, it's what their parents did, it's what their parents did, it's what I feel I have to do. And they, we pass that on to the next generation. We pay it forward, a feeling of a sense of, you have responsibility, you do it because you have to. Is it meaningful? I don't know. Is it beautiful? Is it geschmack? 
I have no idea. What does it mean for you? I've never experienced. But that's what we do. That's what we do. And we're seeing in our generation, tragically, that the people who do it only because of Elokei Avoseinu, with no parallel Elokei new, children, their children, the next generation, are not embracing it. Maybe we, whatever my age and up, I don't know who the we is, but whatever we still do because we have inhibition, because we would never break away, because this is what we saw, what we believe, what we feel responsible to continue. The next generation doesn't feel that same responsibility. And of all we teach and all we focus on is Elokei Avoseinu, there has to be an Elokei new too. But then you have tragically the other direction. You have people whose entire relationship with Hashem is what works for me, what's good for me, what inspires me, where I feel connected, when I'm in the mood, when I like it, Elokei new. And Elokei Avoseinu, the idea that there's a Mesora, that there's Halacha, that there's a framework, that there's responsibility, that there's a sense of obligation, that there are consequences, ah, not for me. I only want the Hashem that I can have my own creative relationship with, my conversations with. And so the Amida begins, says the Chavos HaLavavos, with the combination of the two. We have to be able to integrate the two. Sometimes we feel in our lives more of a focus or a connection or drawn to one over the other, but we always have to have an awareness of and a commitment to both. To the Our relationship with him is not only because of those who came before. However, simultaneously, even if we're not feeling it, we still, because of those who came before, feel bound by it. And so the integration of the connection of the two, we still have to answer why Elokei Avram, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Why not just Elokei Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov? In fact, why do we mention their names at all? Don't we have it covered? Elokeinu v'elokei avoseinu. Good, Viter, go on now. We know who the avoseinu are. There's a history lesson in the beginning of the Amida. It's a little a reminder of Tanakh. Why do we have to invoke their names? And why don't we do it most efficiently by saying, Elokei Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, Mirza Shem will pick up with next.